Hello, dear friend. Good evening. Thank you for watching. This is a beautiful evening of Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, from Odessa, Texas. We say hello and thank you for watching and connecting. It is 8 p.m. in the East Coast, 5 p.m. in the West Coast, and 7 p.m. here in Glorious, Texas. The topic of this evening, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The purpose of our broadcast is to exalt the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This evening we are going to be talking about the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, well, I think it's important that we take our time to reflect about it. I'm Gian, the founding pastor of this church here and this is my privilege today to share with you not just what's going on with Victory Church and uh, the second coming of the Lord Jesus, but also our contact information. If you want to connect with us, go to the website vchurch.us and then you will find the information you see on the screen. That's right. We will appreciate any comments. If you have a suggestion for a topic, something that you would like us to talk about, feel free to write it there and we will do it. When you are on the, in your vehicle on the road and you are watching videos, you are using a lot of data. That data, I will suggest you to switch to podcast. It's a great way to save data on your phone plan and you can get good stuff from many podcasters. One of those is Giancarlo's podcast. I suggest you to subscribe to it. But if you are wondering what about Victory Church, here is the information that I have for you. On Sundays, we meet at 10 a.m. We worship the Lord. And throughout the week, you will find programs like this at 7 p.m. So we hope that you will continue connecting with us and enjoy our broadcast. To support this broadcast, you can go on your browser to vchurch.us forward slash give or send a text to 432-268-0007. Thank you so much. Again, in October the 3rd, we are going to be talking about the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know that some people don't believe the Bible is God's word? It's true. Some people don't believe that. They just say, whatever. You believe whatever you want. I believe whatever I want. Leave me alone. It's your problem. I don't care. So many people are like that in these days. They have many reasons to say that. And it's sad. And it's very, very sad. Because they are missing out. In fact, there are many things that uh, precisely because they, they don't believe in the Bible. That they are doing exactly against the scripture. They are going against God's, God's will. 
they don't do what the Bible says, they don't obey the commands. It's not good for them. It is sad. But now, let me ask you a very direct question. Do you believe the Bible is God's word? <laughs> we know there are people that don't believe the Bible is God's word. Okay, we know that. But I'm not talking to them today. I'm talking to you. Do you believe the Bible is God's word? You say, well, I'm not totally sure. I think I believe, but I'm not certain about it. Somebody else will say, oh, no, I am certain about it. I believe what the Bible says, and I believe the Bible is God's word. You see? There are many angles to this question. What is your angle? Do you believe the Bible is God's word? Now, here is another important thing. Some people say, I believe the Bible is God's word, but there are certain parts of the Bible that I just don't think is exactly right. There are some parts of the Bible that I don't think they are true, some people say. So what's your, your view about that? Because there are many people that they say, well, the Bible is God's word. Except that there are some parts that I don't believe. <laughs> and why do you think they'd say that? Why do you think some people will say, I don't think that is true in the Bible? Why do you think is that? The reason why anyone will say, I don't believe that is because with that particular area, in that section, whatever is what they think that's not God's word, they don't want to obey it. That's it. Now, anyone can grab a Bible, read the Bible, and especially if you go directly to some passages of the Old Testament and you find things like kill animals for sacrifices and forgiveness of sin, then you can have tons of questions. Of course you will have questions. But if you go to a minister, someone that is trained in the Bible, not just somebody that one day decided to, to be a religious leader, you know, because there are many individuals like that, that they, without any training, just uh, started sharing God's word from his own mind. You know, like uh, you can find many dentists today, correct? I'm being sarcastic here. You find many dentists that they open clinics and they don't go to school. They just feel the desire of helping people. Then they start extracting teeth, right? Like many lawyers that they just open an office near the courthouse and they say, I'm going to represent you in court, right? Like many surgeons. They say, oh, yeah, let me cut you and I'm going to do the surgery. Because I have my own insight about this. You know, I Google it. 
You don't see those kind of things. So why do you think individuals will come up with this idea to start a church without the proper training? Just because they found someone online that sells a certificate for $25 to say that you are a minister? And they have the audacity to use that document to marry a couple I don't know how can do that. No training. That's the problem. And when it's about the second coming of the Lord Jesus, it's, it's even more crucial to have the understanding everything that is in the Bible. It has to be understood properly. And without the right training, there is no way that the, the person that is teaching... The Bible will explain it properly. And of course, there are different views among different denominations, which is understandable. But one thing is to have different views. Another thing is to have someone without any training, training that is not accountable to anybody, just saying whatever they want to say. Because they read something in the Bible and they just <laughs> say it, you know. That creates a lot of confusion. But once you start reading the Bible and you have a problem with certain parts of the Bible and you talk to the minister of your church and this person is trained in the Scripture, knows the Scripture, explains to you, you will be at peace with that thing. And if you are not at peace, you can find somebody else, ask the question, another trained minister, until you are satisfied. But in, if, in all cases, you are not satisfied, and you insist in saying, I don't believe that's, the, that's what the Bible says, it's because you just don't want to, you don't want to obey. So you see, you have for, for on one side this whole bunch of people that they just, they are not trained. Okay, let's forget about that. But if you have an issue with a part of the Bible and you don't want to believe it because it's, it's maybe because you want to disobey the Scripture. Okay? All right. So, any believer, anyone that is a true believer in the Bible, loves Jesus. A true believer will love Jesus. Yeah. Anyone who reads the Bible and becomes a believer and understands the Bible properly because it has been explained properly for a trained minister, anyone that is a true believer will love Jesus and be grateful with what the Lord Jesus has done. So we are talking about the second coming of the Lord Jesus, correct? So I'm trying to explain to you important things before we get to the point. Because a true believer believes what the Bible says when it's explained properly, of course, and naturally will love the Lord Jesus and will love His story, His teachings, 
and we'll understand that the Lord Jesus will come back one day. You know, people who love Jesus know that this world is not the end. Anyone who loves the Lord Jesus, reads the scripture, knows that he is in heaven, that he will come back. He is preparing for, for ourselves homes where we are going to be dwelling, living. All of us believers, we, we love Jesus. We believe the Bible. So we know this world is not the end of it. Regardless of what happens in this planet, the Lord Jesus will come back. He will come back. And it's going to be very surprising. In fact, you know, when the Lord Jesus comes back, some people will be very sorry. Some people are going to be not just sorry, but really in trouble. What would you do if the Lord Jesus returns this evening? What would you do? Okay, we are not going to talk about the rest of the people. We are not going to talk about your spouse, your mom, your your father-in-law, your son, your child, your neighbor, your friend, Christian neighbor, neighbor, this pastor that did horrible things. We are not talking about them. You and I are talking about you and I. Okay, if the Lord Jesus comes back tonight in his second coming, are you ready, my friend? Or do you think that you will be sorry? Do you think that you really are a true believer who believes what the Bible says? You have received the proper, the proper and ad- adequate explanation of the Bible so your doubts are clear of you are okay with the scripture you believe what the scripture says you love the Lord Jesus you live for him for you your destination is heaven is not this planet you are totally focused on eternity on the spiritual things and the Lord Jesus comes back this evening if you do all that if you really believe all that and you are living like that You will be okay. But if you are not, my friend, if you believe parts of the Bible and you disagree with other parts of the Bible just because you want to disagree, not because you have not not found anyone able to explain those things to you. No, it's because you just don't want to believe it. You don't want to obey. If you are disobeying the Bible, that's the point. If you are disobeying the Bible, You are doing exactly the opposite of what the Bible says about your personal life. Your heart, your body, your behavior, your relationships, money management, etc. If you are not doing things according with the Bible, and the Lord Jesus comes back tonight, what would you do? If you are not doing things right, you will be Very sorry. And that is exactly the reason why we are having this conversation this evening. Because you have to take your time to think about this. Are you living the right way? Are you doing the right thing? Are you pleasing God? 
you really are committed to God, to the church. Your heart is in the right place. Your behavior is appropriate. You are changing. You are focusing on eternity, on heaven, on God, spiritual things. That is what we are talking about. I want to tell you, my friends, that I am excited about the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am. I am absolutely excited about it, and I cannot wait to be in heaven. I have a good life. I have a good family. I live well. I enjoy everything I do in life. I would like to go more places and do more things, and I have desires and dreams, many things that I would like to accomplish. But above all that, to me, the most important thing is heaven and the Lord God. I am ready to go to heaven now, right now. I wish that he would come back as soon as possible so we can start enjoying everything that he has in heaven. I want to see the Lord Jesus coming back. I do. I am excited. Are you? Or all that you care is the worldly things. It's time for us to be aware that the Lord Jesus will come back one day. But not like an idea, like a, yeah, one day. No. Like, Yes, one day he will come back for us. And you should be excited as well. And as a result of that excitement is that I devote my life to serve him, to talk to you. Do you realize that I invest my life to talk to you? That part of my life, part of my life, has been assigned by God so I can speak to you this evening that is my life this is my life that I put in the hands of God to help you see eternity because I want you to enjoy eternity with God I want you to join me going to heaven I want you to be excited about the second coming of the Lord Jesus. But I want you to be aware that those that are not paying attention to the second coming of the Lord Jesus are going to be sorry. I don't want you to be sorry. And I don't want to see people being sorry about it. That is why I do what I do. What about you, my friend? Not everyone has to be a minister, but everyone can help. Sharing God's word, sharing with others about eternity in heaven, the second coming of the Lord Jesus. Everyone can help somehow. Sharing a video, sharing a scripture, inviting people to come. Hey, being part of the church. Hello. Making contributions to the ministries that we work, doing this kind of work to save souls. Everyone can help. Every church in the world is struggling trying to, to get more resources to reach out to the people because we want people to come to heaven. We want people to be ready 
for the second coming of the Lord Jesus. What about you? What about you, my friend? You have to be aware of this. And if you really love the Lord, you should be excited about it. You know what? The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 44, says, You must be ready. The Lord Jesus will come at a time when you don't expect Him. When you do not expect him. It's not like when you have dinner with your friends or your family. You prepare yourself, you are ready, you fix your, your house, your apartment, your, your hair, your whatever. The Lord Jesus will come when you do not expect him. And it's better if he find you doing what is right. It's better if when he comes back you are doing what is right. You are behaving. You are honoring him. You are honoring God. You are honoring the church. You are honoring your family. You are honoring the community. You are doing what is good. Because the Lord Jesus will come back when you do not expect him. And you know what? That means also that not necessarily the second coming of the Lord Jesus will be unexpected to you. Death also can be unexpected to you. You better get ready, my friend. You better get ready. You got to stop doing what is wrong. You got to stop it. You got to stop it, my friend. I'm talking to you now. Stop it. What is wrong, stop it. Doing things that are against the Bible, against God, stop it. You got to stop that. You cannot keep doing that. You can't. It's against God, against the Bible, against His Word. It's against the kingdom of God. Whatever that is immoral, whatever that is wrong, you have to stop it. You have to stop it, friend. Change. Change. Just say, wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. I got it. Okay, I'm going to change. Tell me, what do I do? Now we are talking. Now you and I are talking. We are on the same page now. Otherwise, you are just an spectator. I don't want to have an spectator here. I want to have someone that, that I can talk to. I'm talking to you. I, I want you to respond to what I am saying. Stop doing what is wrong. Stop it in the name of God. Stop it. The Lord Jesus will come back. And also there is a possibility that death will knock at your door. 
You gotta be ready. Eternity is what really matters. So now, now that I got your attention, let's talk about how can we reconnect with the Lord. How can we do that? Okay, we are going to recreate our faith by doing things right to, to begin with. Salvation is a gift, it's by grace. We know that. The Lord Jesus paid the price for your salvation. You know that. You know what's the problem? Abuse. Oh, because you are saved and you know the Lord forgave you, you want to keep on going doing whatever is wrong. That's abuse of grace. And there are many people that they want to keep saying the same thing. Don't judge. Don't judge anybody. Don't judge anybody. I'm not judging. I'm not judging you. I just want you to open your eyes to the reality of the abuse of grace. Stop doing what is wrong. That doesn't affect me. You have to understand that. Friend, do you realize that? Your life is your life. Whatever you do will not affect me. Whatever you do with your own life, with your own body, with your own mind, that, that's your deal. That doesn't affect me. I'm not judging you. But you have to open your eyes. The abuse of grace is wrong. Don't buy that idea that, you know, we just, we just need to trust in the grace of God and we keep on doing what is wrong because God is love. And no, it's not just that simple. There is responsibilities associated with the grace of God, honoring God, changing you are saved by grace, but you live right to please God. You don't live right to be saved. Do you understand? You live right to please God, to honor God. You are saved by, by grace, by faith. Then you will be waiting for the second coming of the Lord Jesus and you say, Oh, I really want to be fully aware from now on the Lord Jesus can come back anytime. He will come when you do not expect Him. And I hope that He will find you when, when you are doing what is right. I hope so. You know, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says clearly that the only requirement is to believe. So do you believe the Bible? Do you believe the whole Bible? Do you believe that God raised him from death, then if you believe that, you believe that the Lord Jesus will come back one day. And then you are part of the family of God. And what else, my friend? Then you are aware that there are worship services every Sunday in churches. Then you are aware of that and you say, I want to go to church. It's time for people to get back to church. It's time for you, my friend, to come back to church. Go back to your church. You, you don't have a church? Join us here in Victory Church. Sunday, 10 a.m. 
Tomorrow we will be worshiping God. Tomorrow Sunday, October the 4th at 10 a.m. Join us. Do what is right. Now this evening, you will not do anything wrong. You will go with the peace of God to have a good night of rest, relax, get ready. Tomorrow, you come to worship God, whether it's here in Victory Church or in any other church. Do it right, my friend. Okay? I hope you got it. Well, and finally, I want to tell you, you can find healthy entertainment all the time. And one of those entertainment are in my website, mygiancarlo.com, where you can find cool stories, 30 minutes, inspirational stories. I hope you will go there one of these days. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.